How you doing? I'm feeling festive, yeah. Roger. Festive. So am I. Yeah. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming right at the beginning of November. Uh, I mean, I do love Christmas, but, you know, I do enjoy Thanksgiving as well. So For sure. Excited about that. So For sure. Uh, today we are recording, of course, on Guy Fawkes Day. Remember the, remember the 5th of November? Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a good day. Um, so, okay, here's a little backstory for you guys. My wife, who is the worship pastor here at Arise, loves Christmas. And that's putting it very, yeah, very mildly. I say, Jacob can attest to that. We, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Um, loves is not strong enough yeah. a concept <laughs> for how Kelsey feels about Christmas. And I mean, like, September 22nd hits the first day of fall and we're listening to Christmas music. Um, it's in full effect. I mean, she, honestly, she really does listen to it all year, but that's when it's like, okay, I don't care who, who knows, like I'm blasting it. Yeah. Like I'm Kelsey's friend on Spotify. So I like see what she's been listening <laughs> all year, all year. Like, oh yeah, we were listening to Christmas music today. Were we? I mean, so yeah. And then, so we even put our, our Christmas tree up usually at the end of October, the beginning of November. Um, we're actually doing that this weekend. So in a couple of days, um, so early Christmas prep is normal to me like that, that, you know, that just seems like regular, like I'm just used to that. But I didn't realize how, um, however, how normal that is for a church. Um, so doing social media here at Arise and, you know, we share a Canva account. Um, I see you guys already making posts for Christmas, um, Advent series artwork. Um, and it's early October, you know, that, I mean, that was like early October and I'm sure you guys have even been talking about it since September at least. Yeah. Um, you guys are looking at budgets for decorations, pre-service Christmas music playlists, things like that. So today we're going to kind of lean into that and, and, and dig into that. Um, how to be, how to be prepared for such, um, big times in the church. Obviously, we're always thinking about Christmas and Easter. You know, those are the big, you know, Super Bowl Sunday, as they, you know, like to say, um, things, uh, at church. Um, so how do we get to that point? So Jacob, I know, uh, you and Kelsey have been doing this, but you know, what kind of a rough time timeline do you guys have for just even to begin to start planning for Christmas? Yeah. So for me, this is, there's kind of a rolling answer to this question because a rolling schedule is, is how I work through most things. Yeah. So, uh, kind of on a, on a yearly basis, I try to have a rough idea um, a rough idea, at least, kind of, of what the year looks like, right? So when January comes up, I do, uh, I will do, uh, and I have done, kind of rough planning for the next year. So right now, I've actually got uh, rough sermon outlines and, and series titles and things like that uh, into this coming September. That's that's where I am. And that's that's an ongoing, evolving process, right? Uh, but then I tried, so, so when am I thinking about Christmas? Well, I'm thinking about Christmas 2021 in January of 2021, okay. right? Okay. Now that's big picture, 30,000 foot sorts of things. You know, what do we do well this year? What do we want to do next year? You know, that's, that's very big picture sorts of things. So, um, you know, that's not what artwork are we using or anything like that. It's yeah. just kind of thinking big picture. And then kind of the next stage is, uh, between three and six months out, uh, I, I put a little more time into uh, whatever's coming up from a programming perspective, right? So this is, all right, what is the actual title 
of the series? What are the actual passages we're going to be preaching on? Are there going to be special things that we need to do, right? Are we going to have a, uh, you know, just a, a normal course of things? Are we going to have a guest speaker come in? Are we going to have uh, a service fair? Do we need to have something special in the works here from a, from a programming perspective? Yeah. And so as we plant here, it, things have been a little closer to three months so far. We're, yeah. we're even now just kind of stretching out. Uh, just earlier today, I was working on some stuff for March, right? So like we're getting further and further out here. Uh, but as we planted in September, right, we have to start thinking about Christmas yeah. because that's, you know, that's 12 weeks away, uh, 12 weeks away, uh, three months away. Um, in big church world, right, at Rooftop, we, we really tried to be 12 weeks. Uh, 100 days was one of the things that our director of communication would always talk about, right? You have a 100-day plan for things. So 100 days before uh, a big Sunday, you, you start thinking about it. We're, you know, a little more compressed timeline here. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Kelsey and I started talking very early. Hey, what do we need to think we need to do for Christmas? Uh, how many services do we need to have? Uh, you know, what, what kind of services? Very important, right? Uh, especially for big Sundays and, and for holidays. Uh, you know, you, you might need more services than normal. You might need different services than normal. So just kind of talking through things like that. And then as we've gotten closer, uh, you know, we put, we put a little bit more of an emphasis on certain things, right? So we are, we're, uh, this week we're halfway through our current sermon series. And the next sermon series is our Advent sermon series okay. that, of course, culminates in Christmas, right? Yeah. So um, before we started this current series, we really wanted to have finishing touches on artwork, on passages, um, in terms of my sermon prep, right? I'm, I'm, I'm reading some books to get me ready to go in a couple of weeks here. Uh, we're doing all these things as, you know, the, the timeline keeps counting down. Um, you know, in the eight to 12 week range, we touch base with volunteers, right? Hey band, this is going to be different this week. Can you, what's your schedule look like? Um, you know, Hey kids workers, Hey hospitality team, Hey sound tech team, right? Just try to, you know, kind of getting those pieces in place and, and figuring out what's going on. Uh, ordering stuff, right? It's Christmas, yeah. right? Candles are a big deal. Decorations are a big deal. And so, you know, just kind of having the to-do list of the, of the things that we're going to need for an event like Christmas. Um, yeah. and, and just kind of getting those pieces in place. And of course, the challenge to all of this is eight weeks out. We, we think we know what Christmas is going to look like, yeah, right? We have yeah, some right. idea of what Christmas is going to look like, but we've got to do it in such a way that we're not completely married to one thing or yeah. the other. Uh, and so as we, you know, proceed through the Advent series, as we get, you know, four weeks out, we'll, we'll probably make some concrete plans. As we get two weeks out, we'll, we'll know what the service, order of service and, and the, uh, the readings and the message and things like that will look like. And then typically here, um, you know, either two weeks out or one week out, we'll, we'll actually sit down at our staff meeting and we'll say, all right, this is the order service. This is what a transition will look like. These are the people who are going to do these things, right? We'll, we'll, we'll iron it out. Uh, we usually try for, a, you know, at least a week in advance for things like that. Uh, so that there's no throwing stuff together at the last minute. So that as we go through the week and as we're working on our various components of service and, and practicing with the band and, and, yeah. and working on sermons and, and things like that, we can make sure everybody has everything they need well in advance of a Sunday morning, uh, so that if something unforeseen comes up, we have, you know, at least a little bit of time to react and things like that. So that's, uh, you know, that's kind of the rough timeline of, of what we're looking at for things. So 
uh, Christmas is coming. It's coming. Yeah. That's funny. You, you mentioned that. Um, I think, uh, Kelsey will use our, our, uh, gosh, can't think of it now. Um, Amazon prime. So I actually got a notification today about some, some pillows that were, uh, that are Christmas themed pillows. Yes. Yes. Candles and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that, especially that, that hundred day type thing. Like that, that does make a lot of sense. Like, you know, kind of have a, a game plan, you know, that far out. I could see that being very helpful. Um, so this is more curiosity. I mean, you know, I know you, uh, you know, pretty well. And so like, and you know, I know that you have your outline for the year and you're kind of, you know, you, you, you like to stay ahead and at least have, you know, some kind of outline of, you know, what, what it might look like. But I, I have to imagine that during Christmas, it's just, um, a lot, a lot more events, a lot of more things specifically at church. So, you know, you're here a little bit more and, and, you know, I mean, things that need to be done, but how do you, how do you kind of manage that? Like, how, how do you, have that kind of schedule and, and do it in a healthy way. I mean, as far as like family time and honestly just being at church. So, I mean, like I, I would have to feel like after a while, Sunday morning, you're like, you know, not maybe super excited <laughs> to, to come in, you know, like, yeah. so how do you work that? Cause like I said, I, it's just so many events and they're so church focused. Like how do you kind of navigate through that? Yeah. Uh, I do, I do a couple things. Uh, one is, you know, kind of the expectation of routine, right? Uh, I've, I've, there are seasons, right? In, in, in church world and the holidays is a season and it's a busy season yeah. and it's crazy and it's hectic. And, uh, one of the best things I was, uh, told to do was always make sure you've actually got time off right around Christmas, right? Schedule a guest preacher to come in. You know, figure something out. And so the first Sunday I'm not preaching here to rise is the Sunday right after Christmas. Okay. Uh, Christmas is what a Friday this yeah. year. So the 27th, I'm not preaching. Uh, and that's going to be great, right? Because it's, no, I'm going to be here, yeah. right? As I'm not off. Yeah. Uh, it's the, uh, especially in, in baby plant world, I'm, I'm going to be around even when I'm not preaching here, uh, at the get go. But, you know, having that to look forward to, hey, like there's going to be a week when I don't have to do my normal sermon prep, right? And I can get ahead on other things, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's all those sorts of things. Uh, so just kind of, you know, taking, taking the approach to, hey, this is Christmas and I love Christmas and this is something I'm, I'm excited about and looking forward to. Uh, the other thing is not, you're just not overbooking, right? It's easy to go, oh man, we got to go to this Christmas party. We got to do that Christmas party. And yeah. being willing to say no to things. Yeah. And quite frankly, being willing to schedule things reasonably far in advance, right? Hey, I would love to go to every Christmas party there is in the world, but I would greatly prefer that my Christmas parties be like the first week or two of December because it just makes things a little easier yeah. later in the month. And yeah. Uh, for me, celebrating Christmas between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and well, really even Thanksgiving to, to a week or two after New Year's is entirely appropriate just to kind of keep things a little more open and, and less pressure packed. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because we always, I always remember this. I remember the first time I went to this thing. I didn't know, I didn't know exactly what it was. So, uh, I'm a chef and, uh, I was working at a retirement community, uh, called the Gatesworth. Um, and I was part of the ACF, the American Culinary Federation and, they had these events and in January they would have this thing called the survivors, uh, party. And, you know, so it's fancy and you, you get dressed up and this is, you know, big meal, all that, you know, smoozing with everybody. And so like, you know, I went there, you know, young and like, okay, like, uh, whatever, like, 
you know, not thinking much of it, just trying not to say anything, you know, silly. And I was kept wondering, like, why is it called that? Like, what does that mean? And yeah. I, I would get back to work, you know, next week and I asked my show, like, why is it called the, the survivor's party? And he's like, yeah, you know, that's, you know, because we were so busy during Thanksgiving and right. Christmas and New Year's and, you know, you got, you made it. Yeah. You got Christmas, you know, employee Christmases and all yep. that. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, you get to the end of the year. It's like, okay, now we can, right. <laughs> now we can have our deep like, breath, yeah, everyone. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, you, you made it. Yeah. So I always, I always remember that. Like, it's so much easier to do it at different times right. instead of, you know, right by Christmas or right by whatever holiday. So exactly. that's funny. That's funny you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's, that's exactly it, right? Like putting some sort of reward after the busy season yeah. is, 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 you know, a, a good way to help with things, right? Uh, hey, I got, the, you know, I know this, this month's going to be hard, but coming up, I've got, I've got a little bit of, of breathing room. Uh, the other thing for me is I'm just, I'm such a big proponent of kind of Eugene Peterson's approach to scheduling the important things, right? Uh, it's got to be in the calendar. Uh, I have date night tomorrow night with my wife. That's important. Yeah. It's in my calendar. It's yeah. it's an it's a non-negotiable in my calendar. Date night with my wife was in my calendar before the movie night that we have tomorrow night was yeah. here to rise. So you know what? I'm not going to be here. Yeah. Uh because date night's important. Uh and so you know, whether it's preaching prep or whether it's just having a moment to rejuvenate in the midst of busy Christmas season, season, whether it's, you know, finding time to hang out with, with people who, who bring life, right? We have those people that we have in our lives who, who it's a joy to hang out with and it's a joy to spend time with. And we have those people for whom it is or with whom it is, is work to spend time with, right? So being intentional about that. Hey, man, I, you know, I just don't have the bandwidth until we get to the Christmas season. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to meet with you, you know, after, after the hectic things, yeah. you know, the, the hectic part of life is over, uh, you know, being willing to have those sorts of conversations and, 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 uh, you know, just protecting your schedule and, uh, being willing to, to put the first things first and recognize, Hey, you can't do everything. Uh, that's always true of pastoral ministry, but it's yeah. especially true of pastoral ministry during really busy seasons sure. like Christmas. Sure. Especially, especially a church plant, I think. So yeah, all of that too. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what, 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 what do we, you know, like I said, I mentioned, you know, there's a lot of events, a lot of in-house events. So like, what kind of things do we have, uh, this season? I mean, I know we talked about, uh, the Advent series, you know, what's that kind of looking like? Is that, you know, a traditional type style thing you're doing? Um, I mean, do we have any kind of events? Uh, are we doing anything special for, you know, Christmas services? Are we doing more, you know, just, Kind of what's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a special time of year. So we want to treat, make it special. We want to make it very functionally. We want to make it easy for people to invite their family and friends here. Christmas is something uh, that people like to do together. Now, obviously the world is weird right now in terms of togetherness, but we want to still provide those opportunities uh, for people in, in smart and safe ways. And so uh, our Advent series is all Advent is, uh, you know, from the Latin Adventus to, to arrive, to, to show up, to come. And so it's the, the season of the church calendar where we prepare ourselves for the arrival of the King, uh, for King Jesus. And so, uh, you know, the Advent series is, is something I, I really want to do every year here yeah. at Arise because I, I think it's, it's important to recognize the, uh, the, 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 the real reasons and the, the real importance of Christmas. But, uh, you know, so for our Advent series, I really, uh, you know, wanted us to prepare some time, uh, to, to think about what Jesus, uh, about Jesus' arrival. And so we're, we're doing a series called Messiah. Um, 
you know, stylistically based off of the Netflix show that uh, has been okay. making the rounds. Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, you know, are trying to trying to be creative as we do this, but we're thinking about the Messiah and and what it means that Jesus is the Messiah, and we're looking at the Book of Isaiah and uh, what Isaiah says about who Jesus is and why should we should be excited about him showing up. So you know, just some kind of some important things I think for us to think about and remember uh, amidst all the busyness of life, but especially yeah. the busyness of the season. Uh, and for me, that kind of sets the tone, right? As, as we're intentionally preparing for Christmas as a church, that's, that's kind of the, the, the thing that should be, uh, for, in the forefront of our mind. We've got some other things going on too. Uh, the Christmas movie marathon is, is kind of one of our big outreach events yeah. every, uh, hopefully every year. So this is year one, obviously, but we've done that the past two years at rooftop as well. And it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, one of those things where there's just so much going on, right? And it's nice to just watch a Christmas movie and yeah. just hang out with some friends and eat some popcorn and, and, you know, take a load off and, uh, you know, laugh at Kevin McAllister together. Right, right, uh, exactly. so, uh, we're, we're doing that here this year and, uh, that'll be December 12th. Uh, you know, just a time to come hang out. And, and, uh, one of the things I love about that is it, it's, um, something we, we have the movies on, of course, but then we have other things to do. And yeah. one of the, the things I love that we get to do is uh, we get to make blessing bags for, for our um, homeless and disadvantaged friends here in St. Louis. We've, we've got an active homeless ministry here to rise. Yeah. And uh, even here in Fenton, right, where we're in a, we're in a suburb of St. Louis, there are – you stop at the stoplights and there are folks who are homeless around. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we're, we kind of use this time where we get together for some fun and some relaxation to, to also serve and, and to put together these bags so that – now, when you show up here on a Sunday morning, you can grab a bag on your way out and you can, you know, take it and keep it in your car and hand it to someone who needs it. Or, uh, you know, the homeless outreach team, when they go out, they, they, they're well stocked for a couple of months afterwards. So we have some fun at the Christmas movie marathon, but we also serve. Uh, another thing that's coming up, uh, is, um, we have, uh, Christmas caroling. We have a young professionals group that, uh, we've got a, a great leader. Megan Peters is her name. She is, she is killing it with this young professionals She's group, awesome. which is all about, you know, connecting people in, in that stage of life to one another and just doing some fun things and, and useful things together. So, uh, you know, we, we, we hung out at a pumpkin patch a couple weeks ago, but we're going to do Christmas caroling for Christmas, mm. uh, which I am super excited yeah, about. So we are in one of the largest shopping uh, facilities in the St. Louis metro area. Uh, I've heard conflicting reports. We are either like the largest shopping zone in St. Louis or like top three. I, I don't have a hundred percent. I'm not a hundred percent certain of those things, but there are, it's over 3 million square feet of real, of retail space right around us here. Uh, and so we're going to be in the parking lots and we're going to be hanging out and we're going to be bringing some people some holiday cheer, physically distanced, of course, right outside doing all those things to keep us uh, as safe as possible right now. But we're going to be out and about and just, uh, you know, trying to, trying to encourage people and, and, and bring them some, some Christmas cheer, uh, during what has been a, a tough year for so many people. Right. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. And then we're going to come back and have some cookies and, and, and hanging out together and, and warming up because I'm sure it'll be cold that night. Right. Uh, so, you know, we're doing events like that. We've got some service opportunities. Um, we're, we're going to do a giving tree where, uh, you know, if you want to support, uh, orphans, uh, and, uh, you know, foster and adoptive kids or, uh, folks who need, um, to take, you know, food assistance home on weekends when they're not in school, uh, homeless outreach, uh, a food pantry. You know, we've got these, these organizations that we, here in our community that we support 
on a regular basis, and, and the Christmas season is is especially difficult for them. There's yeah. there's always more needs. There's you know always this desire to, to give things back and to to help those who are uh, less uh, you know less fortunate than we are. And so we do a giving tree where you can come up and you can take a tag and you can go get an item or you can make a specific cash donation for us, you know, a specific item that's needed. Uh, so that, you know, these, these organizations that are doing such great work throughout the entire year can, can do a little bit more and do a little bit extra during the, during the Christmas season. Um, and then the final thing, I think, uh, you know, we're trying to stay busy here to rise. Um, I think is, uh, we're going to do some sort of toy, toy drive as well. Um, the details of that are, are still in the works and there will be more details forthcoming on all of our, all of our social media platforms about that. But, uh, you know, an opportunity to, uh, before the new batch of toys comes in, right, to perhaps slim down some of what you have yeah. so that you can, uh, you know, uh, help those in need with that. So all of that's happening as we, as we get up to Christmas and then we're going to have, uh, four Christmas Eve services. Okay. We're going to have them at 4, 5, 30, and 7. Those are going to kind of be our our general Christmas Eve service where we've got a lot of singing. We've got a lot of scripture going on. We've got a short little message. And then uh, we'll have some candlelight songs at the end of that as we spend some time together uh, worshiping the arrival uh, of our king. And then uh, we're going to have an 11 o'clock Vespers service okay. that is unplugged and candlelight only. Okay. Uh, so th- uh, the our normal... You know, our earlier Christmas services, they'll be broadcast and, you know, people can, can participate with those online. Uh, but this is going to be unplugged. Uh, the working plan is to only have our emergency lights on in the building and just to be, you know, together, uh, as, as a, you know, a candlelight service as, as we welcome in Christmas. So, uh, I'm really excited about yeah, that. That sounds super exciting. That was one of the, the cool things that I always got to do as a kid growing yeah. up and is just ingrained in my, my right. brain as a, hey, Man, Christmas means doing this really cool thing yeah, together uh, as cool. as we worship Jesus. So I'm really excited about that, uh, and just really, you know, just really excited. Chris, Christmas yeah. is coming. Christmas. Yeah. The older I get, the more important Christmas right. is, and the more fun Christmas is. And exactly. the older my kids get, that is also true. Exactly. Uh, and so I'm just super excited uh, that that Christmas is coming, and uh, really hopeful that uh, we can just be celebrating it together yeah. and uh, uh, having some fun while yeah, we're doing it. For sure. I mean, as you guys can see, I mean. You know, they start planning early, but I mean, there's a lot going on. So, I mean, it, it, it definitely hearing it just straight out like that. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious that, you know, you, you have to really be intentional about, uh, getting these things nailed down early. So, uh, Jake, thanks for sitting down and talking to me today about Christmas planning. Of course. Thanks, Roger. Um, if you guys are in the St. Louis Finn area, we would love to invite you to our Christmas movie marathon on Saturday, December 12th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, we'll have movies, popcorn, snacks, safe, fun activities. Um, you can register. You can pre-register at www.arisestl.com slash movie. Um, again, if you want to follow us on social media, uh, our handle is Arise Church STL, and that's, you know, throughout us across the board. Um, again, if you're enjoying the podcast, give us a like, uh, a share, or a review. On whatever podcasting platform you use, we really appreciate that. Really super thankful for that. Um, so again, we'll see you guys next time. We'll